You know, some shows start off really well and then they go off the rails, and this is one of those that is just so much fun uh, to have the discussion. We're going to name this one the Tom Hawkins episode because uh, we had a good friend from Melbourne, Australia. Mel Katz joined us and talked about the G-Long football cats and Australian Football League, and boy, oh boy, we fell in love with a dime piece. Asking about that time. Get it. Well, let's just uh, get this sucker rolling here right now because uh, everybody's, you know, Rock picking us up in this conversation. We are talking cornerbacks and safeties today. We got our boy Andy Apac with us. The Scorpion. Hello, hello. Good to be here. At Andy Apac on Twitter. Make sure you guys are going out and following him. Uh, this is just going to be a, a ridiculous time of year, and I can't tell you how much I've been deflated just going through the cornerbacks and safeties. I was so high on the one guy we're talking about right now. Uh, but first things first, Boomer, how you doing, buddy? You all right? Oh, I'm settled back in. I am caught up. Uh, mm. Even got a little nap in today to catch up even more. <laughs> Fully charged, ready to rumble on this podcast. That's beautiful. Because I, I have some different opinions than i think than i think my uh partners here tonight mm, okay um, yeah. I, you know we're, we're just kind of continuing on with the kyle hamilton thing i mean i i think that he's an extraordinary player yeah um, and that i think that he can do an awful lot but when, when I, I guess one of the things we talked about was a, the two firsts or a first and a second form mm-hmm. and and i guess my, my question given our team that i would throw out there is you know are we better off uh with him or say with with uh, Mr. Williams and uh, uh, Mr. Seen from uh, <clears throat> those Georgia Bulldogs, and I, I look at him and I think, you know, um, he's not as good probably as a player all around as Hamilton, but does he slide right in uh, to our defense? And then you got somebody like Williams, and, and I'll tell you the one thing in in doing this this little bit of research and going back and watching scene again was watching him actually beat up Williams, which was kind of a uh, <laughs> talking about Jameson. I am talking to, to about Jameson. Yeah. Yeah, let's let everybody else know. I think that's, uh, that's and, something uh, that you, you noticed a lot as well. in in one of the guys that I looked at it, just how good they did against the big schools, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it, it's I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, but uh, hey, let's just uh, buzz over some news quick here because we got to say mm-hmm. goodbye to a guy oh, that no. uh, gave us some duties uh, this year, and we were excited about him. He got injured, and Merciless Whitney. Ah, uh, yes. Calling her a career after 10 years. Gave yep. us five games and uh, and his left bicep, I believe. But uh, we were hoping he was going to come back. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm <clears throat> pretty sad about it, actually, because I, I think he – he worked so hard to come back after that injury. Um, the production he was giving us when he was here was more than adequate from what I wanted from him. And I think he would have been an incredible rotational piece this season um, just on pass rushing downs and, and just that veteran presence in the locker room really. But uh, it, it makes edge a bigger need now for me in the draft. I think I'm slotting that a little higher now. Um, and if like a Karloftis is there and a, uh, Devonta Wyatt is there as well, I might, I might do, uh, Karloftis. And if the same thing for like a scene and Karloftis are there at, at 28 or 22 or whatever, I might do Karloftis again. It would be a really, I'd be happy with either player, but I think edge just slightly more important now with him gone, uh, and really sad that he couldn't give a full season. Um, but. Uh, hats off to him. He's going to go cook some barbecue now. Mm-hmm. You know, couldn't agree with uh, with 
what Andy said any more than that. And I, I believe it was it was on what would have turned out to, to be his second sack of the first half when he tore the bicep. Um, just mm-hmm. coming on, fitting in, blending in, would have been a great rotational piece of depth guy. Man. Edge setter, you know, just a mofo, bad dude. <laughs> wish, uh, wish we could have gotten another year with him. Mm-hmm. And and I agree too. I think that uh, this you look at Karloftis or or Jabo or some of the people that are slotted to to perhaps be available down in that twenty two and twenty eight range. Ojabo with the injury, Karloftis to me would have to be a fall to get to twenty two, yeah. and I, I I too would not be bothered by either of those picks. And I think you're absolutely right. Um, it does bump up uh, bump up the needed edge. Uh, Eric Sky Spider is. Me. <laughs> That's your dude. Don't even fucking put that on me now that he's just trash. You know what? I I think it tells a big story, though, of things that we need to talk about. And that's the question of we assume because we're Packer fans. Hey, man, why wouldn't you want to come to Green Bay? Why wouldn't you want to play with Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur and everything else? You know, Mm -hmm. the dedication and and the rehab, especially at your age, being a nine year vet and still can make money. I mean, this guy could have got paid, you know, a, a good chunk of change this year from him. We certainly would have had the conversations again. That just goes to show, hey. You're close to a Super Bowl, but man, do you want to put the mental and physical grind in? Do you mm-hmm. want to be in Green Bay for the next year where, you know, your side hobbies are barbecuing and everything else down? Do you want to be in Green? You know, those are decisions we have. And it comes up when, you know, we, we're all like, hey, why don't we get another receiver? Why did yeah. Green Bay jump in on the Devontae Parker sweepstakes? Well, turns out we did. And guess <laughs> what? He wanted to go to New England. So, it's kind of that conversation we need to have that's realistic about, you know, hey, some people don't want to be in Green Bay. Doesn't matter what it is. And you, some you people know, don't want to continue playing and putting in that grind and sacrifice. It's tough. Absolutely right, Eric, about the, you know, this is a 10 year vet. At some point, the body just doesn't want to do what's required to get into football shape. Yeah. But kind of going on your point about talking about Green Bay as a possible destination now, I just wonder how much of the shine of playing with Aaron Rodgers and playing uh, in Green Bay goes away with Devontae saying, yeah, you know, I'll take less money to go to the Raiders. That um, That's kind of a kick in the nuts to recruiting. But I think when you get right down to it, it's like Reggie White. You know, players are going to go, for the most part, where the money is. Reggie White came to Green Bay because we paid him the most. And I, and I think that I think that there's there's an awful lot of that. I'm not terribly nervous about, uh, you know, our our uh, if and when Rogers leaves, that you know we're we're less of a destination. Sure, there are some you you may not get the older veterans that want to, you know, a one or two year chance at a Super Bowl, but I don't think that's going to kill us in free agency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Also, a little surprising. I mean, the receivers just keep blowing off the boards right now. Stefan Diggs, yep. four year, hundred and four million dollar extension. <laughs> 70 million guaranteed well earned i would say but man this receiver market is kind of insane Mm -hmm. uh kicked it off with christian kirk getting that crazy deal and then all the top guys were like hmm maybe i should renegotiate (laughs) so uh my goodness the contract he just got is ridiculous this also makes it so that um now dk won't get anywhere near as much money as these guys um but even then, we'd still probably have to pay him 20 or so a year. And I don't know if I want to give up picks and then have to pay him next year. 
Um, so I'm kind of out on that. I'd rather have a a guy that we trade for, like a Brandon Cooks that's been thrown out there, um, or a, a free agent signing, like a Will Fuller uh, that's been thrown out there. Uh, I'd rather that than a expensive trade and then expensive receiver that we're going to have to pay. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, but yeah, good good for Stefan, man. That is a lot of money. You know, Andy, the only thing, difference I would take with what you said is that I, I, I'm not so sure that DK is not going to sniff that same. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm mean, not so he's, sure. He's, he's going to be in that $25 million range. Yeah, I just good. don't know if I'd pay him that much. That is so much money. He's a monster. But it just, it, it, it again, reinforces the importance of a good receiver and mm-hmm. what it takes to get a good receiver. And boy, oh, boy. Are these boards shaking up, man? The conversations on the Twitter sphere, Packer sphere, are blowing up right now on receivers. This week has been really heavy receiver wise. And uh, funny, man. Alec Pierce, I mean, Eric, you talked about it when we went mm-hmm. over wide receivers and said, Jordy, we talked about him yesterday. But today I listened to podcasts, man, and we weren't the only one talking about Alex Pierce. Like, the guy's really fun, which makes 28 a possible trade down to get more in that group between 30 and our, our our first second round pick there it's just they're exciting players there but let's talk kick it off right now on these defensive backs because Kyle Hamilton I started off with Kyle Hamilton uh, being the only player that would trade both first round picks in the 2020 NFL draft what was yours that lasted about all of an hour I would say <laughs> uh, in my head <laughs> where I was like yeah man because I watched the film and it was just such impressive film because he's a guy that could slide right in to the defense and improve it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd give up both picks. Um, I'll let you go in a second, Boomer. I have yeah. a real quick point on this. I don't know if I'd give up both picks uh, for this just because I really, really, really like some of the players that are going to be available at the end of the round. Uh, and I really, oh, nice. I really, really like that. Um, special guest incoming. I really, really like that you can even, if you wanted to trade down from 28 and still have a crop of uh-huh. really nice players in the second round. And I'm talking about really nice players. You have uh, Travis Jones, who I love in the second, you could see Devonta Wyatt falling to the second, mm-hmm. all kinds of players in, in, in the second round that are going to be available. I don't see Devonta Wyatt, but I'm just trying to manifest it. Uh, and uh, <laughs> me too. And, and I don't want to trade away both first for for one guy as as crazy and awesome as that guy was to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't the 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 what we're going to have to give up to get him is just a little yeah. too high for me. Yeah, and you know what I had in my head? Remember that guy Isaiah Simmons from Clemson? Kind of mm-hmm. he was like I played defense. That's kind of what Kyle Hamilton is. But, yeah. Uh, you saw how he flopped, and that's why I'm just you know the two tra- the oh, two draft I- picks. I was like ah. Dad, t- Get off the ledge. But, hey, before we get any further, special guest. You know, we, we, we hinted at it maybe that it was going to happen yesterday. We threw it out there. But all the way from Melbourne, Australia, Mel Katz joins the party. How we doing, Mel? Hello. I am actually in Geelong, Australia. Awesome. <laughs> Today. I'm at work. But, um, yeah, nice to see you guys. I haven't seen you for a while. Yeah. Man, oh man, long time no see. How, so your guys are in full swing down there in your league, correct? You cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with this draft stuff um, for the NFL um, because we're just consumed with AFL in Australia at the moment. Um, so I'm a little unprepared for today's episode. Oh <laughs> yeah. So you told me to. 
you told me 2 p.m eric and it's and then you sent me the link and it's 12 p.m here i mean you know what i know i was going to be wrong and then i thought is there daylight savings in australia too i'm sure there is well we did yeah we just switched our daylight savings so we got rid of it thank god but um but yeah so i was very unprepared yeah well, you can just join the conversation and, uh, and have as much fun as you want. Uh, you know, Andy has joined the show here, and he was really the first one that said, hey, I said, who, who would you like to do the show with? You know, you want to bring anybody on? He says, yeah, I don't This guy, yeah, he's not really good on the microphone. Uh, Mel would really be good on the show, though. I'd, I'd like to see Mel. She's really good on Twitter, so. I said, I think and I'm, might... I'm, I'm still carrying the G. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a little bit different G, but still. <laughs> Well, thank you guys. Thank you for having me. Um, I heard you talk about Devonte Wyatt, and I've got to say that I have looked into him a little bit too. I wouldn't mind getting him, but not as the first pick. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're talking about cornerbacks and safeties right now, and mm-hmm. we're talking about this Kyle Hamilton kid. He's uh, for everybody. Who totally know, prepared. Yeah. Kyle, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll fill you in right here. He's six four, two twenty. Free it's safety. A safety. That's crazy. Yeah. 6'4", 220. He moves uh, really fast on the field. You know, he had a four five nine forty. Everybody kind of said, well, he's going to slide down because that is not fast enough to play in the NFL at his uh, position. And boy, oh boy, you see him on the field. It's ridiculous. Now, he only had three interceptions, four passes uh, defended, mm-hmm. 34 tackles. But, man, the kid, is he covers so much ground. The thing he would do would absolutely cover the best tight ends in the league day one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, I started smoking whatever crack I was smoking and thought, man, let's just give both picks for this guy because in the defense, <laughs> you know, that's three more possessions for Aaron Rodgers. And, uh, I, you know, it just – I had to calm myself down on that one. What did you think of him, Eric? Well, first, before I most rudely inter- attempted to interrupt you earlier – I wanted to catch Andy and, and now Mel up on what we were talking about because it kind of figures into the overall conversation. And that's that kind of letting the draft letting the draft play itself out. And when you get to 22, just I, I guess the, the nexus of it was the possibility of trading back both and acquiring, you know, three or four picks in that top 60, which depending, I mean, if you got a guy at 22 that you really want, absolutely. And then maybe you consider the, single trade back but the haul that you'd get for going back on both of them if the guy on the top of your board or if several of the guys on the top of your board aren't there that's that's what we were talking about before with hamilton um i I think as we we said before he's an extraordinarily talented player i mean he's a big big kid who can play multiple positions and he definitely does jump right to the uh, to the uh, head of your defense i i don't think that i would give up both um, for him, because I think, as I said before, you know, if you took someone like Williams or Burks and seen at 22 and 28, mm-hmm. I think the team's better off. Mm-hmm. Here's the funny thing, though. Like, I just pulled up the mock draft simulator again on the uh, Pro Football Network, and I just ran it through. And this is the trade offer that just came up for pick 22 and 92 from the Pittsburgh Steelers. It would be pick 52, 2023 first rounder from Pittsburgh. And the 2023 second rounder from Pittsburgh. Oh, man. Think about that one. All right. Now, here's another offer that just came up. All right. Oh, this one's ridiculous. We can't even talk about that one. That's for future first, uh, 
first and second rounders. That's ridiculous. So we'll reject that. But it's fun when you get uh, to, to thinking about now how we can fill that in because the other time I had 28, right? Uh, I had 28, and that got me 35 in another one. So it's, it's, it's crazy the value of that and what we could really get in that middle ground. Mm-hmm. How, much, how much fun would it be to sit in the room? You know, you know, if you've had all preliminary discussions before the draft with teams, so you, you got an idea, but how fun would it be to start fielding crazy calls like that? That would be pretty <laughs> sweet. Yeah. I mean, if you think about, we'll this get is my what, dream job. <laughs> if you think about if we get what to let's say we trade both. I'm just, I was trying to do this in my head, what we could get for them. It would probably be all the seconds from the teams that we trade with. Uh, so that would assume assumingly be two extra seconds. So we'll have four picks in the second round and then names like scene, uh, N'Kobe Dean, Christian Harris, uh, Trey McBride, uh, Pickens, uh, Nick Bonito. Uh, all these guys are there in the second. That would be pretty good. The only thing is you only Watson do Pierce. that. Uh, yep. 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 Uh, I, I didn't even name any wide receivers except Pickens. Of course, Watson Pierce. Um, even if you like J- uh, John Mechie, for example, I don't know if the Packers do, but they might, um, I just started thinking about all the things you can do with all those picks. If, and only if one of the really good, like, for example, I just did a mock draft and at 22 was sitting Trevor Penning. If Trevor Penning is sitting there at 22 and they trade back, I might have to turn my TV off. Like there's no, (laughs) there's no way you pass up on a guy like that. So if those guys are all gone, if there's a run on offensive tackles, if there's a run on edge players, if there's a run on off on uh, wide receivers as well, and there's none that they like trade back for sure. There's plenty of talent in the second round. So yeah, I like that idea. Boom. Okay. Just hear me out on this last one. Mm -hmm. Okay. For pick 22, the Browns give us pick 44, pick 78, Pick 99 in a 2023 second round pick. Good <laughs> Lord. We're getting crazy yeah, on here. That's insane. Do we have the amount of money to uh, sign all these players? I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. That's just- that would be well, fun, and then, though. And, and the last thing to just remember when we're talking about trading out of the first round is it's just the first rounders that you get locked for five years. Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why some of the, some of the people, you know, that the, the 25-year-old, uh, dudes, the 24-year-old dudes are a little bit long in the tooth historically for, for Green Bay. That's You get to be 25 as a first-rounder. Hmm. I, I don't see... I think you can almost take those kids off the board because you sure like that fifth-year control. Mm-hmm. It's all right if we're going to talk about an offensive tackle that really has to learn the skill and the footwork of being a left tackle like, you know, Bernhardt. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about a 25-year-old guy like Devonta Wyatt, I say all day, come in here, be a wrecking ball for five yeah. years, give <laughs> it your all. I mean, that guy is – he he mm, he's really, really good. <laughs> I got to watch him again today. Dude is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And and I also gained a, even more appreciation for Jordan Davis. Uh, I would actually pick him over uh, Wyatt if he was there. There's no way he falls to 22. But if he's sitting there somehow, some way, Jordan Davis is – a is an animal that dude is ridiculous there was one play i saw he was playing and the center it was basically like he was holding his little brother back and waiting for the running back to make his decision with one hand he's holding the center and he's looking on the side looking for the running back are you gonna come this way you're gonna go that way which way we're going bud and as soon as the running back decides he shucks the the center this is a this is a grown man playing center 
and uh, he shucks him and, and makes the tackle. Dude is a, a different kind of animal. I, I love that guy. Uh, but we're not talking about defensive line right now, so sorry. <laughs> He's not going to get past the Vikings. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think I, so. I, For some reason, I just have it in my head that the Vikings are going to look at, at Danielle Hunter and, and Zadarius. Oh, man. And, and the other dude that they already have in the middle, and you add mm-hmm. this kid. Man. That's pretty disgusting. It is. Uh, what, are you, what are you feeling about, Mel? On this draft, I mean, I know you haven't put a lot of time into it, but I'm I'm hoping that I'm, I completely haven't. I'm I, hoping I can... you're not one of those two wide receivers in the first round, <laughs> people, right? Uh, okay. No, <laughs> I'm That's definitely okay. wide receiver in the in for our first pick. I just oh, gee, I hope we don't do uh, what we did <laughs> with Jordan Love. Um, uh-huh. but, uh, yeah, so I've looked into a few of those guys. Obviously, you mentioned Burks before. I don't know how to pronounce some of these names, but Olave. Oh, Olave. Olave. Um, Olave. Sorry, there mm-hmm. you go. Uh, <laughs> if he's still around, and uh, maybe is it Dotson or Datsun, Dotson? Jahan Dotson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I don't know. Then I yeah would start thinking about safeties. Um, probably next before cornerbacks. I, I mean, a lot depends on how Alexander is is looking. Um, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything of you guys. Nothing. Maybe it's just Nothing. because I'm here. No. no, I haven't heard anything. He should be okay. It's about uh, if we're going to get the contract stuff with him done. Yeah. Thirteen point eight million dollars on the cap. And I agree with what she's saying there too, because it does make all the sense in the world with with the Douglas signing. And, and with Stokes and with Z- Jair, um, we're, we're looking at a fifth year next year for Savage. Mm-hmm. And Amos is, is uh, we don't know what the contract situation is there. Not a lot of depth. Innis Gaines and a couple of, uh, 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 oh, what's the kid from Miami? Uh, the uh, Z- uh, active roster all last year didn't play. Sean but, May. Oh, no, 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 no. The, the safety. Um, he was supposed to be our number three safety last year coming in. He wound up being healthy. I played special teams. I don't think he took, maybe he took one snap last year at uh, oh. Scott. Vernon Scott. Thank you. Oh, he was out of uh... yeah, Scott. Yeah. It was Scott. Yeah. He's out. Of, he was a, 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 a you guy or something, wasn't he? TCU. Um, guys, were you impressed at all about the safeties and all this? this year? I mean, we don't need to get, we, we got a great guest on and I don't want to uh, take away from uh, having a, uh, having Mel here and having any deep dives on, okay. you know, we, we, we can, no, no, we'll, we'll just, <laughs> let, let, let's just have some fun conversations on it because listen, I, I wasn't really impressed with this crew this year. Were you, I mean, earlier we had Andrew Booth being the uh, cream of the crop and then, you know, the LSU kids Stingley, uh, you know, he jumped up and, and then Gardner and it just seemed like these aren't ra- real people that are going to land for well booth will now he'll, he'll drop like crazy but i mean it just didn't seem like there's anybody that there's I, was, one, I, I was interested in for a first round or you know there's one guy that i think if they take a 28 i'll be okay with it and i don't know if anybody else on the on packers twitter will understand it but lewis um seen yeah. out of yeah. georgia six foot two 200 pounds yeah a four three seven forty super fast yep Talk so, it. so 43 solo tackles, uh, one interception, nine pass deflected, whatever. Um, the stats are not really his thing. His thing is he will come up and destroy you 
like he has no care at all if he breaks every bone in his body. The dude plays a violent brand of football. Um, he he oh man, he's fun to watch. Uh, now he he can improve his tackling because right now he stays too high. Uh, he's got to get his shoulders down. Um, he's got to do a better job squaring his squaring his shoulders as well. Now, uh, who I think could coach him up, uh, uh, remind me of our DB coach's name, please. Jerry Gray. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Jerry Gray will will coach him up, no problem, I think. Uh, he slots in just like Kyle Hamilton would for our defense. Um, not as good, obviously. Kyle Hamilton is kind of a different level player. That dude is insane. Uh, but still, uh, you should be very, very excited if we get Lewis seen. He is, uh, and also I'm guessing his age is 22. Uh, I don't have any actual birth date for him, so I don't know. I don't know what his actual birthday is. But uh, powerful tackler, like I said, some consistency issues on the tackling just because he stays a little too high. Um, decent in coverage, I guess. Uh, he's going to have to work on that for sure in the, in the uh, NFL, but we won't ask him to do that much. Um, I'd assume he's not going to get too many responsibilities in the, in the uh, pass uh, game. He's probably going to be more box safety, helping against the run, uh, and then he'll be your special teams gunner or or go go break someone in half on special teams is basically what he'll do. So uh, yeah, that's the but one guy at twenty eight. Mm-hmm, go ahead. Surely we can't get both him and Hamilton. No, <laughs> you. I don't no, think you'd want them both either because uh, I mean, they they do the exact same thing essentially, except Hamilton does it at a at a. An otherworldly level, I will say. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I think if he's there at 28, you take him. I don't think you take him at 22 because there's just too many other players I'd rather have. But if he's there, you take him and you're happy with it. He instantly slots in. Um, he could also have a bigger role next year, depending on how the contracts go for our two safeties. Um, and then, yeah, I, I just I just really, really like uh, seen a lot, and I'm I'm curious to see what you had to say about him, Eric. Since you said you weren't impressed with the too many of the safeties, um, I exactly what you said. Well, anytime you're watching Georgia, Georgia was just a fun defense to watch yeah. because <laughs> even even when you're watching, you were just watching Devonta. I I always was watching Devonta, but Walker as well. I was trying to figure out why the hell is this guy just the the number one edge rusher in some people's mind out there. I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't get it. I think he's explosive. He's the guy. This is why it didn't impress me. He's a guy that at 28, I would need to have a lot of other people gone gotcha. before I got him. Mm-hmm. Now, again, in that 28 trade down into a 30 and then you're having a 50, if he, because he he's, could most likely fall down from what I'm seeing there. Mm-hmm. But I love him. I think he's great. I just think that our draft would need to fall somewhere real special for him to be like, hey, we got to take this guy. And it would be something that you and I are not seeing on any of the highlights that we're privy to on YouTube and everything else that you're digging, digging down the holes. But I love him. He's from Georgia. The defense, any, any Georgia defender right now uh, is fantastic. I felt the same way about the Michigan defense. I watched Michigan just eat up, you know, uh, you know, that defense ate up the Badgers. I mean, Graham Mertz got his damn rib broken. You know, Daxon Hill picked off. No, Graham Mertz, Wolf. After oh, Chase Gra- Wolf, yeah. yeah, after after Graham got injured, you know, by Daxton Hill, and then he got intercepted by Daxton Hill. I said, "Yeah, man, that's that's another good safety that I would like too." But at twenty eight, is it is it the biggest need we have? Because I looked at all these guys and I thought a lot of them are fun. When, when I looked at them too, I looked at, at at that both the safety corner position. We've got we've got quite a bit at cornerback now, and there's plenty of these guys. Uh, 
the, the kid from Michigan, Daxton Hill, you mentioned is, is a guy that can, can play either. Mm-hmm. Um, Scene, I think, is more... Um, the, I would say the difference between him and Hamilton is Scene's, Scene's a, a bunch faster, but he's not the guy that you're going to leave with uh, Devondre uh, alone as, as the second linebacker that you can with Hamilton. Hamilton's yeah. 220 pound kid. This this kid's not. He's not that. He is a strong safety. He's best near the line of scrimmage, but but Hamilton does have a brings a different dimension um, from that perspective. Another kid that I really liked who's a, uh, available a little bit later down um, was Nick Grant from Virginia, who's a 6'3", 190 guy, mm-hmm. four four speed, uh, just an absolute baller. Like seen. He, he, he doesn't miss tackles, which is amazing when you're playing it that fast. They're not, not great tackles, but guys don't get past them. Sure tackler, big stud. And he's a third to, third to fifth round guy. And, and, and touching back with, with scene two on that 28 potential trade back, there, there's a ton of guys that, that can be had in that range. Uh, and I, I think starting to see some more mocks with, with Daxton Hill coming our way at 28. And I think any number of these guys are, are available a little bit farther down. It just yeah. depends upon how far down that, 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 that pick becomes mm-hmm. the, the, the one guy, the first tape, and I, I kind of teased Eric when we had to, when we talked the other day about a guy that I was really interested in exploring some more. Well, I've done that exploration. And that's Jalen Armour Davis, the cornerback from Alabama, who got to practice. I thought you were going to say Jalen Pitcher. Or... <laughs> yeah, he was on our. And and this Pitchery. kid, uh, uh, after watching the interceptions, I thought, well, this guy, you know, he gets to practice against Williams, Michi, and all these guys. And then I watched the tape on him, and and four of the interceptions, he was the only one in the picture. It's like quarterbacks just love to throw him the ball. The more I watched of him, the less I was impressed. I, I really thought from the first thing I saw about him, all these interceptions um, does not seem like somebody that I would be terribly interested in. But a burner, 4-3 yeah. guy. Yeah, I think the problem is that we all recognize there's bigger needs right now than uh, yeah. safety and corners. So yeah. the guys I watched would have had to really make my eyes light up, and I don't think any of them did. Um like I said, scene I would be happy with, but even myself yesterday, I did a mock uh, and Karloftis was there. I'm taking Karloftis. Like there's, sure. yep. I, there's just bigger needs right now than corner and safety. But yep. please watch Kyle Hamilton because he's fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, you can dream like I did and uh, throw <laughs> yeah. out ridiculous tweets and uh, get all kinds <laughs> of flack from people back uh, in Wisconsin. As I, said. You know, uh, I know. I am. Scene would be the only one that the TV's safe with. Yeah. You know, yeah. nothing gets thrown. Well, but he would be an immediate impact on special teams. Yep. A kid Absolutely. can fly. Yeah. You know, and he and for for what we would do on there, he would he would make his way on the field. I just don't see any of these other guys. As much as I fell in love with Roger McCurry from Auburn, you know, because he's going <laughs> against, you know, he's he's making plays against SEC schools, shutting down Mechie, getting in the way of uh, you know Jameson Williams passes. He was out there fast enough. He runs a four five forty, but shit, man, the guy on tape against sec teams was all over them so i mean good player but are we going to do a first second round for these kind of guys i don't know they just seem like a dime a dozen there's no mm-hmm. there's there's no stokes you know there's no other than mcquarrie we're in number 23 as well i mean i was like yeah you're gonna have a problem on our team with that bro yeah since we're not gushing about any of the prospects can we just talk about how great it's going to be to have jair stokes and 
um uh, yes. douglas on the field next let's season oh that, my man. goodness let's do that oh it's gonna be so fun <laughs> what did what did you guys think about i've been hearing rumblings of moving razul to safety what have you guys thought about that um this is just like little rumors popping out i'm hearing i'm hearing trinklings of razul douglas is going to go to safety next year andy we've talked about this on the podcast but for I quite wrote, quite some time gotcha I'm sorry, Mel. I just said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. What would what would the theory be then, Andy? What are they trying? Basically, to you keep Stokes and Jair as your boundary corners and have um, Razul play kind of a um, uh, yeah, yeah, kind of a box roll almost uh, slash nickel ish corner and then you'll have Savage freed up to basically what what Lewis scene would do for us. You would have Razul do it, which I thought Razul is not big enough to do. I don't think, right? I mean, I don't think he's big enough to do what um, Scene would be able to do in our in our defense. Um, so I didn't get the idea, but I keep hearing it. So I was just wondering if you guys have already talked about it, then we can skip. But no, no, we haven't. No, no, no. well, we we have we we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, about Savage maybe slotting into that star position mm -hmm. uh, and leaving leaving Rasul. Um, out because he seems to be more of a boundary guy. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what, what an embarrassment of riches we have. At <laughs> you know, right the, the fact that we can come up with these scenarios is so good. Right. Yeah. That's why I think it's possible that yeah. we could draft a safety early in the draft. Mm -hmm. Under any other year, it's almost automatic that it's going to be a cornerback. I don't think that's the case this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw but that it's not special. There, there wasn't anybody that was special. Yeah, one guy I watched was Kair Elam. Yeah, um, really, like him. really like that dude. He's super, super good at press. Mm -hmm. He's he can even play zone if you want him to. Yeah. Uh, decent fundamentals, like he's got good instincts. So yeah. if somebody's coming, if, if a really fast receiver is going to the outside, I saw him do this against Jameson, our boy. Mm -hmm. uh, if a really fast receiver is coming to the outside, he'll squeeze them out all the way to the boundary. Yeah. Uh, he's in good position. He knows how to fight with his hands. Like, like they're all good players it's just like i don't need you so yeah, yeah. well i thought i but elam in the in the third yeah. round uh okay if, if, if he's there wow okay. what, a, what a great addition to the team okay i'll take he's, him <laughs> he's six two what is he six two six two uh six two one ninety one four three nine I got I got six two one ninety six yeah four three nine forty but I mean Matt Elam also, was his uncle <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. He's got that NFL lineage. Yeah. Uh, one one of the things that I I really liked too is that um, it's hard to find quarterbacks willing to throw at him, and I think that's a really good mm -hmm. indication of a good corner. Mm -hmm. um, cornerback is my favorite position in football. I just love yeah. it. Um, it's actually what made me fall in love with the Packers was watching Al Harris pick off Matt Hasselbeck. <laughs> so so um, yeah, corner has been a soft spot on my heart for a long time, and I really like the way this dude plays. It's just I, when are we going to use him? If he's there in the third, though, holy crap you got to take that that's, yeah yeah that's, that's that, too that's, much value that's that's just where i was in my head like because the the first four picks that we have I, I, i'm just not going to corner nope. a defensive back we got too many big needs and there's so many beefcakes out there that are just mm -hmm. going to improve what we cannot we have not listen a, a, a safety that's going to get maybe 10 plays as a rookie a game maybe mm -hmm. 10 plays mm -hmm. In, that includes special teams on defense. Maybe is a handful versus an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman that'll mm -hmm. get 20 plays, but will be impact like crazy alongside our boy, Gerard Reed. And Kenny <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know, man. I, I'm going to convince everybody that Jerron Reed's the second coming from hey, by the time it's over. What one more dude to throw into the third round cornerback? Um, discovered last year when everyone was at Tulsa to watch Zayvon Collins and the guy that the lots of the those same folks that wrote up him were impressed with is a Caleb Evans. And this is a nasty, super smart, physical cornerback. He's a he's a six foot one, two hundred pound dude who is all about playing ball. He squares up solid kid. I would love to have him as a Green Bay Packer in the third round. He's projected in that late second, early third. But you know, one man's projections are another man's. <laughs> Mel, what are you feeling? How do you feel the uh, state of the Packers has been this off season? I mean, it's been a wild one. We haven't talked uh, in quite a while. The Devonte Adams trade. What did that do uh, to the uh, continent of Australia? Yeah. Well, we all lost our minds, didn't we? But um, I, my attitude is completely different um, to last year's off-season because I learned a lot about last year's off-season. Um, and that is to go into this year's off-season trusting the organization and not believing anything I see on Twitter. So, <laughs> so I like excuse my ignorance but I literally scroll past rumors and, <laughs> and arguments and that sort of stuff because literally the stress I felt last year at this time of year it's just not worth putting myself through mm -hmm. so it's kind of like what deal's been done okay is it confirmed okay now let's deal with that rather than what are we going to do here what are we going to do there I, I would just rather wait till the deal's done mm -hmm. uh with a draft it's a little bit different because you you know you, you're kind of trying not to look at who the prospects are mm -hmm. who's got the picks before you you're trying not to look at all that um and i've just i don't know if you guys know but i just graduated from a player manager course um, nice. Because nice. This, this is the dream um <laughs> so i look at it from that perspective where what would i do if i was a player manager and where would I want my player to go and for how many years and for how much so I'm looking at it also from that perspective as well as you know a Packer fan perspective of you know how greedy do I want to be which is pretty, <laughs> pretty greedy um so you know there's a few guys that you guys have mentioned that I've gone yep yep got you know got this got them written down um but yeah as for the noise I I'm not I'm tuning out uh, it makes it a lot easier too because the AFL season's in full swing. Um, so I can just go, you know, let's remove the Packer G and put the Geelong G on. <laughs> I, and, um, I, I'm a big fan. Yeah. I love that hat. That G is great. Yeah. that's a, They got a great logo. That's a great hat. Yeah. Cats. I got to kick in a little numerology here. But if you take G-Long, seven letters, Green oh, Bay, eight letters add them together that's 15 that's bart star <laughs> the last and only quarterback to win three consecutive nfl championships you subtract those three you get to number 12 who's number 12. Oh. three in a row baby <laughs> nice numerology nice numerology <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 um step that up um there's a lot of things that mirror Geelong and the Packers. 
Um, so for those listening that don't know, Geelong Football Club is an AFL, Australian rules football team. It's not rugby. Um, and, yeah, there's just a lot of comparisons. We're a regional club. Green Bay is a regional club. We're owned by the fans. Green Bay is owned by the fans. We last won a premiership, which is like a championship or Super Bowl, in 2011. Oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And, but the bad news is that we're always contending, we're always on the top, and then, but, wow. <laughs> Boy, that doesn't similar. sound familiar at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, getting back to your original question, Eric, I am tuned out. I'm in relaxo, chillax um, off season, and okay. I'm trusting the organization because. Last year, I, I didn't so much and, you know, Rasul and mm-hmm. um, Campbell, like, we've, we've re-signed, like, we've got those guys intact and that was my main concern. Um, so we've locked those guys away. I'm happy with that. Um, and, yeah, I'm just letting the organization i'm also happy if you're going to ask me next which i'm sure you will is um aaron rogers is <laughs> i'm absolutely stoked about it he's an mvp i don't care what you think about his his beliefs or views or anything the guy's an mvp you don't get rid of an mvp Mm-mm. and he's single so i mean <laughs> shit is just crazy this off i'm single he's single i mean they're coming up <laughs> Well, how do you think I got to 12, Mel? I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mel, question for you. Is there been a lot of people that are going to the games uh, this year? Now, like with mandates and everything else, how is that shaking out for the public in Uh, in Australia? In Aussie rules? Yeah. Yeah. So in, yeah, so probably similar to America, we've got one state <laughs> which we don't even recognize as Australia anymore. I'll get it, I'll probably get a bit in trouble, but Western Australia is now like just Western because <laughs> they're just, they're locked down from the rest of the country. Um, you can't get in, you can't get out. So it, that's caused a lot of problems for the um, teams in Western Australia, which are the West Coast Eagles and the Fremantle Dockers, um, both based in Perth. So um, that makes it troubling for um, supporters over there. Uh, they've got restrictions still, but it's free for all here where I am, which is Victoria um, and in most other states around the country now. So we're, we're at 100% capacity for most games. Um, what we have found is that crowd numbers are actually down, as in physical bums on seats is down. Um, and I don't, you know... Uh, from working within a, a AFL club like I do, well, you know, we're, pri- we're putting that down to a little bit of hesitation, a bit, you know, people are a little bit hesitant to come back to the, you know, COVID-free, I guess, community of no masks and all that sort of stuff. So um, hopefully people will will get back on board. But we've certainly got, fair, if you watch it, if you ever watch it, um, you'll see that our fans are, are definitely there and, and enjoying being back um, for live sport. Yeah. 
Like, what about the studs on your team this year? Who? What? What are a couple of the names of the guys that we should be looking at uh, when studs, we move? studs in Australia means like a hot guy. Like, <laughs> like, like it means a guy a, that, gets, that gets a lot of. Well, you know. that's exactly <laughs> what I meant, Mel. So, yeah, Mel, Mel, that's Mel, what exactly you, what I was going for. What you don't I, know I watched about. your Instagram. I just I need some names <laughs> to some of these. Mel, men. what you don't know about Eric will kill you. H-O-T. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's Studs. another one. Tuning out. Either one. Um, yeah. No, let's not say studs because you know I'm a professional. Yeah. Who, who, who are the Who are the players we should be? Stars. Uh, stars? stars. Yes, yeah, stars. That's stars. what. I'm, who's the Aaron Rodgers of your team? Oh, the Aaron Rodgers of our team. Yeah. As in kind of. A the the yeah. Position or yeah. as in the star. The star. The star. MVP. Fact. Yeah. Who is your yeah, man? It, Okay, it's very it's very different for us because we don't have like a quarterback's kind of you know where your basis of your team is and everyone sort you know kind of works around him. But um, we don't have that in AFL. It's all even keel. So um, I would say our star would be Tom Hawkins um, and Jeremy Cameron. Mm-hmm. They are tall forwards in our forward line and a half back and full forward and they kick the goals so um <laughs> the equivalent of a touchdown <laughs> okay they're the ones getting them yeah don't you have a big player who's injured uh well we've had a lot of injuries last year uh this year we're getting most of them back tom stewart you might be talking about he's probably the best defender in the whole league forget just the club the whole league um he was he was injured last year and it basically cost us uh, our um, finals or, as you say, playoff um, chances. So he's back and fit and firing. So at the moment, touch wood, uh, we're pretty healthy. Awesome. Uh, all right. When does your season wrap up? I'm just curious. So our season um, starts in March and mm-hmm. it finishes in late August. And then we've got the final series, or as you would call the playoff series, and that runs through September. So. Okay. So if G-Long wins this year, the Packers win the- I love oh. how you say that is wrong. Is it wrong? <laughs> Am I saying it wrong? It's just Geelong. Geelong, <laughs> excuse me. Geelong. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're hope, we we always hope that we'll run until November and then our draft is uh, late no late November. We have our draft and trade period. And so the only time I can get to America, guys, is after December. <laughs> That's the window. I don't know. If I was hanging out with Tom Hawkins all day, I might want to <laughs> stay there too, man. Guy got a, he got a set of eyes on him, man. Holy shit. He's dreamy. He's he dreamy. A, he is a dime piece, dude. I'm not kidding he's you. I'm, like, I'm looking at him going, I wish I could grow that little shit like he's got. But the, look him up eye, the eyes on him. Holy shit. I'm he's not joking. He's a looking man, but he's married. He's married. Well, he's married. You, well. <laughs> Well, you tell him that he's got a place yeah. to stay when he comes to America. All right, when he wants to get a cheese. This guy's ridiculous. Right? Isn't he? <laughs> he looks you get like to a see model. him every day? I would I mean he does. He's a model. He's a Oh my I, god. I oh look at his dog. Oh, he's not the uh, he's not the only good looking player in AFL. Yeah. I like the she's, guy she's with the not tattoos. even close to blushing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> I have to remain professional when it yes. comes to Geelong players. But- <laughs> 
we insist on that on this podcast. I'm sorry, we're not going to get you in trouble by just saying he's good, but he's a good looking man. He, he gives <laughs> no, me. They've all gone out on the field now, so we're pretty lucky. But um, another one look up is a guy called Nathan Fife, F-Y-F-E. He plays for the Fremantle doctor, Dockers in uh, in WA, as I mentioned. He's like supermodel. What is he, <laughs> what, what's his name? Nathan Fife. Nathan Fife, F-Y-F-E. Great player F-Y-F-E. too, but injured at the moment. Uh-oh, um, and Andy's got a yeah, girlfriend. Every, comes every, up but... the, the, his girlfriend <laughs> comes up on the number two search on the. Oh, he's got what? that long. Yeah. He's got that long hair. He's got. Yeah, well, he's chopped it off now, unfortunately. But you know, just you know, quietly might think he's a bit attractive. For <laughs> every, everybody knows Geelong has the most studs. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just stars, mm-hmm. stars, Eric. No, studs, not studs. The funny thing <laughs> is that in Australian rules football, we wear studs on our football boots to <laughs> the ground. So Ooh. when you're talking studs, I'm like, what you mean, like the boot? Uh, but just quietly, um, the AFL boys absolutely love NFL football. Big, 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 big fans of NFL football. So are they? They always think it's pretty hilarious that I do podcasts and that I've, I've, wow. um, got you know, so much back to fandom. Could you pass nope. a note over to uh, Tom for us? Uh, <laughs> to come oh, on. Just big fans, big fans. The huge fan, Tom. Anytime you want to come on, I, I just, I just want to be able to get a screenshot with my face and his I face to, to say, "Hold." Show you another guy that that plays for us, but um, he's got a very long-winded name, so I don't know if you want to look him up. But his I'm name ready. is Asabo. Oh, Paul, spell that. Paul Sasabo. E S A V A Asaba. Asaba. I was a little bit nervous for a family podcast when she started Just off by saying he has a very long and then I was like, oh, my God, we're not going here. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Oh, Asava. A, a, a oh, he's a good looking man. So I can't find smokes. him. He's a key forward. Number 17. Yes, that's him. I he's can't a, find him. He's Mel- six. He's six, three. Big, delicious man. Isn't he? Holy so shit. can I just say that? And he plays special in, teams. He's booked in for. um. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, that's awesome! At the end of the season, so I'll have. A, we'll see if we can get Tom for you. Tom's okay. probably more of a bigger stud or star. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mel- we'll, see, we'll see what we can do. So did you? Did you? What would you prep- ask him? But I'm interested, guys. What would you ask him? I guess the first question might be, "Who do you follow in the NFL?" But then. Oh my God! I want to know everything about his life. I want to know how you start from in Australia. What is your life like as a kid? What kind of field were you riding your bike to, and who had and who had the ball? Did you have the ball, or did your friend have the ball? Because it's a difference of people who have to wait on the guy who has the ball, or the pe- dude that has the ball. The guys that got to wait on the ball much hungrier turn into a Tom Hawkins. They don't get that set of eyes without the genetics, but they get that hunger. You know What's I mean? up with the dingoes? You got to be careful about the dingoes. <laughs> But Mel, oh, yeah. Mel, I re- <laughs> Mel, I remember on the, the first time that you came on our podcast, we had this conversation about about the uh, fall and about your um, due to COVID you, you, not having to cancel a trip. And, and during that podcast, you mentioned oh. that a lot of the footy players from Australia come over and watch yeah. games after because their season ends yeah, and so then it's time for the nfl to get into high gear and that there's an awful lot of your players there love to come 
to watch uh, the NFL in this country. That's what we all do at the end of like what we call our off season, which is your, well, you know, NFL's on season, um, in season, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, they do. They all travel. They're big NBA fans. Probably, you know, um, it's pretty split down the middle. NBA and NFL or both. Um, and yeah, that's what they do at the end of end of the year. They'll obviously pop into Las Vegas, <laughs> but uh, no, they definitely go to NFL and NBA games. They absolutely love it. It's so popular with our players and with our people. Australians, you know, Australians love NBA and NFL. Um, we're pretty addicted to it. <laughs> uh, you either you either love it or you don't, or, or you just don't have anything to do with it at all. But the people that do love it, it, there's there's a massive portion of us. There's just not enough Packer fans. <laughs> there are all the other teams, and I kind of like couldn't find any Packer fans for years until I discovered Twitter. So I just want everybody to go out there uh, at some point now because you're interested. You're going, what the hell are they talking about? Go out to www.glongcats. G E E long cats.com.au because it's a hell of a website a I got uh, yeah but I, I got another question though like what is the VFL in the AFL what's the difference okay so the VFL is the second tier competition so okay. maybe like your college yes um, okay. yeah so uh, we a lot of players coming back from injury will run through the VFL or a lot of players gotcha. who have just been drafted or rookies they'll run through the VFL. So I'm a pretty big fan of the VFL because, like I said, I want to be a player manager. I want to sign up some of these kids. Um, but, yeah, I like, I like watching the whole journey, so the whole draft journey, like what we're doing now with the, with the Packers and then follow it through to who we've picked and then watch them train and watch them play and develop till they get in their AFL side and become studs or stars as you <laughs> call them um and then and then i've got all the knowledge i need because i followed them right from the time they were drafted so i really love that part about footy um yeah. we call it footy here not football um so yeah but i do absolutely implore you to watch some highlights of aussie rules football i know it is on late live for you guys but you need to see this game. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Greatest referees in sports. Uh, we call them umpires, but uh, not so. <laughs> 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 love the hand. Love the hand signals. Uh, that's great. That's it's fun. I go check out that website. Go uh, go look at uh, that beautiful man that we were talking about before, um, Tom Hawkins. You know, speaking Dude of, speaking of I, I've never seen eyes like that. Speaking of numerology, if you take the 15 letters in Green Bay Packers <laughs> and subtract the 11 letters in G-Long Cats, you get number four, Brett Favre. That's the third of, of the greatest quarterbacks in the league, Green Bay Packers. I'm just saying <laughs> it all works out. Go see some Cats football. Uh, thank you, Eric. Yeah, it, it's worth it. I'm telling you, it's worth it. And I, and the other thing, the other correlation that you know you guys would be a little bit aware of, because there's lots of players at college level, and there's a couple in you know in at NFL level, past and present, that have come from the AFL as punters or kickers. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know we 
we kind of have some players that can kick the ball. Tom Hawkins is one of them that can kick it, you know, 60, 70 metres. We talk metres. So, um, yeah, and we kick it with an oval ball, which is also very um, challenging because it doesn't just go straight. You've got to know how to kick it and how to manipulate uh, the ball to get through the big sticks for a goal, Eric. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that's another correlation. So you could watch it, but also the way that we tackle, um, we tackle skin on skin. There's no, um, there's no padding with our our fellas, no helmets. Ooh. And um, yeah, some of the careful, tackling... you're going to get Eric going. Careful. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! It's tough being a single man in the city. What are you going to do? So you look at a guy like Tom Hawkins. Those eyes, you start, you get, you get lost. I'm lost right now. I've been lost for the last 20 minutes. You for, for the uh, for the I'm Americans. Have to get your Tom Hawkins T-shirt. Or <laughs> I, I might get a Tom yeah, Hawkins tattoo. Yeah, I don't need. <laughs> Uh, for the Americans listening, 60, 60 meter kick is a 65 yard kick. So if he can kick a 65 yard field goal, maybe we bring him on to be our next kicker. And then we have another I mean, handsome silver fox. <laughs> Mel, Mel, on this whole Tom Hawkins, Eric thing, you have a fiduciary. You have a fiduciary responsibility to the G Long Cats. This is not a chance you can take. I'm just saying. I mean, look, I know his wife and and his two beautiful daughters and he's got another baby that is on its way. So, you know, I, I, I can't condone this, but I absolutely see what Eric, Eric's a home record. You can't you can't. I, I am not. But I will. I will think <laughs> about a life uh, that he must be leading right now with a beautiful wife and two kids. Probably the beaches are part of his routine. You know what I mean? The sun and the beach. Well, we live, we live on the beach, so and that's our recovery. We go to the beach every day. And, um, <sighs> yeah, he's uh, he's a very big man. Very big, big man. <laughs> Although when we're talking big, like how tall? Um, how, how tall? How tall is he? Uh, I would say he's about 198. 198, 198, oh. Which would confirm. How many stones is that? Yeah, we do have some players that is our tallest player. Oh, my God. He's he's 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> 227. Put him in at safety. Eric is drooling. Like, I'm seeing drool. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I warned you. You no, should have buried. We're gonna, we're gonna get. I would raise his it. babies if he just. You know, I would <laughs> oh raise God. his babies. Whatever. No, no. Seriously though, for anyone anyone listening, if you look up Tom Hawkins on Instagram, he's Tom Hawkins underscore. He's verified. And then the, just his, just his first post. Go ahead and look at that first picture. And then Wait, scroll what, what does all that mean? the way to the verified. end. Uh, he's got the blue check. Verified dime piece. He's a high. <laughs> I, I don't know I about this verified. Highlights on my on my um, Twitter page, so everyone's probably seen it. But I remember posting some Tom Hawkins photos and vision of him. And yeah, I had a lot of DMs. Who is that? Oh my god! Guys, <laughs> like chill. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, let it be known. I want to be friends. I'm in love. Yeah, I am. So listen, there's it's, nothing I'm, wrong with it. I'm lost in his eyes. Look at this. I got my eye. And my with eyes. that fans, go pack up. Go pack. <laughs>
Where's that go? Uh, I'm editing it all have out. Have you got some numerology, Eric? Have you got some numerology? Tom Hawkins was number 26. What can yeah. we do with that? Tom Hawkins. 26 is, is the total number of letters in Green Bay Packers and G-Long Cats. Whoa! Oh, and he didn't he even pulled it out so fast. How, ma how many is it? 26. 26? Guess what? Tom Hawkins I'm trying to work it out in my head. Tom Hawkins <laughs> has 10 letters in his name. Make that math. Chester Markle. Very good. I'm loving this segment. This should be a new segment, numerology. <laughs> the numerology segment. Dreamy numerology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to KQW, where we talk about numerology. KQ. I mean, it's okay because I'm in love with David Bakhtiari. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the big yeah. giraffe. Yeah. yeah. Talking about eyes. David yeah. Bakhtiari's got a yeah. set on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, I mean, I... let's forget the fact that he just got married and he's hunting <laughs> Uh, but hey, he's another one, guys. That you know, if if we get him back um, on mm -hmm. on the park, mm -hmm. wow! It's one of the things that has me more concerned than I even should even be given energy when I think about what if he has any setback in those first training mm -hmm. camp or, or weeks, and then you're without him. You don't have Elton Jenkins, which reinforces the need for. Things like this to just keep me up at night. Now Walter Football has a new, has a new mock draft. The the latest mock draft has Jameson Williams fallen to twenty two to the Green Bay Packers. Oh. I'm ex I'm I, I, oh. I, I, I'm spiritually jumping through the roof. I love Absolutely. James. He he's a number one wide receiver for us, right? Besides mm -hmm. Pickens, you know, but he's injured. And everything else. Oh. Well, guess who's picked. Behind uh, twenty three, Trevor Penning is. Oh my! So I'm going Williams. You got a choice between Penning and Williams. I'm going Williams. I'm going Trent Penning. I'm just I'm going Penning. I'm probably also going Penning. As sad as that makes me. Oh, how come? How come Boomer's the only one that went Williams, and we're both been pounding the drum for? I, I love Williams. He's my favorite player to watch. My favorite player to watch, no doubt. But I'm taking that six, seven, three hundred twenty-five nasty, dirty <laughs> offensive lineman well, for the next ten years. And, and do David Bakhtiari, you have nothing to worry about. Have you forgotten about? You know, we haven't had Doctor Amy on in quite some time. His his rehab is done. It is complete. It is nothing to worry about. Everything she broke it down and put it put it cleanly and clearly for us. I hope so. everything is in place for David. David Bakhtiari is not a problem. He's starting left tackle Green Bay Packers next four years. Boom. I hope so. But Trevor Boom. Penning and Elton Jenkins. <laughs> it's not far away either, like the, um, the off season, it's April 18 or something like that. The 28th. draft is the 28th. Yep. Oh, Almost no, not time. The, draft, the, the off season. So. Oh, the OTAs and stuff? Yeah. I don't remember when those are. They're, oh, they just released them. They just released them this week, too. May 5th is the first one. Oh, May yeah. 5th, huh? And then there's two weeks in, in June. Okay. Oh, man, it's going to get good soon. It's going to get good soon. We're going to get a good look. <laughs> oh, uh, tonight, tonight, three weeks from tonight, it will be the eve of the draft. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. it's coming up quick coming up quick well hey that's a good note to wrap it on we've been uh rolling for an hour and 15 here this has been a fun one you know we were really going to focus on the cornerbacks and safeties and we didn't we did talk around them but we had one of the uh, uh returning great guests from the continent of australia 
And uh, thanks for joining us, Mel, on uh, late notice and uh, being able to talk about G-Long Cats and that sexy beast, Tom Hankins. <laughs> thanks for having me again, guys. It's been nice to see your faces. Absolutely. Do some guys. homework, watch some AFL. We will. <laughs> Well, now that we know Tom Hawkins is on the team, I might have to tune into some oh, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mel, Mel, that sounded a little bit like a school teacher. I got to tell you, that's, <laughs> that's that's bothering me a little bit more than. You know what? If there's anyone that Tom Hawkins more than me, I don't I, I don't know who they are. So <laughs> you, you won't find a big you won't find a bigger um, supporter than me. So. I have to sell awesome. it. I have to sell it to you, Americans. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm already sold on NFL. I'm already getting up at 3 a.m. every week. <laughs> you guys, guys got to come to the plate. Yeah. Yeah, we do. It's fair we do. Step it up, America. Step <laughs> it up. Andy, thanks for joining us again, man. I'm uh, I'm I'm hoping uh, you're going to continue uh, after the draft is done. That you're just going to hang out with us uh, once a week if that uh, any time. Schedule, yep. Because uh, contract's been signed, Eric. Yes. I've yeah, signed. Tell you, uh, yep. yep, it's we, been we've, signed. We've, been, we've four years, seventy-eight million. I hope he got. I hope he got, a, I hope he got quite a bit of a raise. Oh yeah, yes. it was a yes. it was a four year seventy eight million dollar deal. Um, Nowhere to go but up from his original salary. <laughs> I, would, I, would have, I would have jumped the eighty, the eighty dollars. You know, well, no, because they gave modest. me a lot of guaranteed money, so I was okay with the not being the highest paid podcaster. The upfront was big, yeah. <laughs> what do I get for special guests from Australia? Like, well, we got to come up with the um, Tom Hawkins fan club. The, 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 the title, the title. We need a title for you that we can market as well, and uh, and then we'll cut you in on that percentage. Well, I'm the player manager, clearly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's already no! oh, shit. That, that was already a little bit wow. dirty. <laughs> 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 Sounded a little off, Mel. Kind of like, gone... uh, like it. Kind of like it. This has gone so far off the rails. I HR. <laughs> this this one is going to need an HR, but that is a great one. This is you're the, and we're uh, gonna have we're gonna have a new name rolling out here. We're gonna have a whole new set of wow. This is good stuff, Mel, the player manager, the PM. Ooh, Prime Minister. Mm. This has been. This has been. Oh yeah. I've been doing a better job. Oh my goodness. Brutal. All right. This has been fun. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks everybody out there for listening to us. Make sure you're going out on uh that iTunes feed, giving us that five star rating, sharing, liking, uh, passing it on to a friend. Again, we've had uh some of the best guests in the last 20 episodes. It's been a lot of fun. And as the off season continues to roll. I'm telling you, we got some great guests lined up that are going to blow your mind. Andy's going to be joining us. Eric will be with us. Mel is going to be joining us as the player manager of the podcast. The PM. It's been so much fun. With that, Eric, take us out. Well, as always, Andy, thank you very much for your uh, for your time and contributions. It's a pleasure getting together with you weekly and doing this stuff. I hope we can continue to do this forever. Mel, thank you so much. Um, I remember the uh, I miss seeing you. I miss hearing you. I remember your first time on and we were just kind of blown away by the draconian kind of system that you were living under. It's nice to see you out and smiling. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. He looks like Tom Brady. What a mutt. Anyways, who are you talking about? What do you mean? 
What are you talking Why about? Why dare say that? <laughs> what, what do you mean? That's not so, even that's not even his best picture. I can uh, I can give you more. Not that dreamy. Um, not that thank dreamy. Thank you so much, and love to your family um, in Ukraine too. Thanks, thanks. They're 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 doing well. Unfortunately, have been completely spared. They've seen stuff and oh, heard stuff please. flying overhead, but um, yes. nothing anywhere close to them. So they're all safe and healthy and happy. Well, not happy, but safe. Oh, I guess that's the uh, the uh, yeah. the term that matters the most. Um, uh, respect to your family as well. Thanks again for coming on. Uh, and with that, we as always, missing in our family, missing um, my two cousins, Trust and Ivan. My prayers are with you because they're missing in Kiev. Um, but the rest of my family are safe. So um, prayers up there. Anyway. Amen. 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 I, I almost feel bad saying go pack go after that, but uh, because it's something that really does matter. You can always say go pack go. There's Packers fans in Ukraine. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And with that, go pack go. Go pack. Another time